Good evening, my people. How y'all doing? And tonight, I will be touching a very not so well. Actually, it is a touchy subject, but it's something that you know I was it was on my mind for some time now, and I feel I should delve into it and give my own assessment to you know the tie that's shown. Um, but those that's listening for the first time, welcome to Chaos Rain Channel. Um, and like always, as you come into the please like the video as you come in. You can also share this video. And always give a comment during the chat room. And also give a comment at the end of the video. So as I give myself a, a few more minutes to get started. As always, when I get a little better on this, I'm going to try to make the chat room more interactive so I can see from my end. Right now, I can't see much right now because it's showing a white screen. I'm going to try to see if I can improve on that so in the future, I get a better display from watching from my side than anything else. And one other thing I will do, so the chat room is up, I will... um. Make this other screen big. Let me see if I can make this big. I am gonna share my screen. Right. And raise it up a little bit. Cause I think showing this would make better sense. Okay. I guess we can get started. Alright, going from a billion to a hundred. So Chaos, why are you tired going from a billion to a hundred? This is some title I just created. I always go, I've, I'm very fascinated by a population of people in a way where, you know, you always hear these scares and worries about there are too much people on the earth and all types of nonsense. That we've been, I guess, getting an understanding. Uh, at the end, I think it's foolishness. Hi, new Art. Hey, Art, if you stay on a little bit, I might need your assistance in the chat room. Can you do that for me tonight, Art? Um, and, you know, it, it set in my mind in regards to, you know, when they always talk about say there's too much people on the earth in the billions. And right now, as we speak, we are at over 7 billion. We are almost approaching 8 billion, which will not reach that until like another decade, I believe. I would say my projection will not reach 8 billion until 20, 20, I would say 2022 or 2023. And I'm just being nice. I just threw that number out there. And the reason why I threw that number out there is because I'm not sure how population will jump. It might jump small 
in a percentage or it might jump very fast and within the next year. It all depends on how, you know, the situation the earth is in right now. And right now we're looking at 7, 7 billion people on the world. And this is going to be an educational piece with my own assessment, a breakdown of these numbers. And I will project what uh, what is even here, what is to come, and how they're going to accomplish reducing a population of people, which is no stranger to a lot of people that know about these documentaries, movies, from Wafa, to all these things. And really true, if we think about the whole purpose of the depopulation is to really cut back on people that are non-white of the world. I think right now, and I think Miss Miss G said that they will they're now eight percent of the population, particularly non-white. I'm actually um, white people, or we call non-black people of the world. So they went from ten percent a decade or two now to I believe eight percent. So that's like a decrease under their population. The perp the reason why they're decreasing is because obviously. They're decreasing because they're not having enough kids. Or actually, they're struggling to have kids. To better um, correct myself. Uh, yeah, guys, y'all can hear me good from my end? So, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. Because you and Art have been here long. I will make you, I'll make you a moderate, Art. And please, Art, do not, do not block... People, let me know if they're saying something that's out of character. Please just um read my name. If it feels like it might be offensive, I'll look at it. And I will tell people most likely to time it out. If it seems more offensive to the whole chat room, then I'll tell y'all to just automatically kick them out the chat room. We're not going to worry about that now because this is still the development stage of this channel. In time, it will maybe be a problem. Is that clear, Art? Okay. So, the European, or what they call the Caucasoid, is now 8% population. And everybody else is at a percentage. So, I'm going to pull up right now the world population and see where people stand. So, as I pop this up and share it with my device. Okay. And if, if y'all feel that it needs to be a little bit bigger, please let me know. Okay. All right, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to go back to your, your comments in the chat room. World Population Growth by Max Rosa, Hannah Ritchie, and Espine Ortez Aspina. I'm pronouncing name right. Published of the world today. How is the global population distribute across the world? One way to understand distribution of people across the world is to reinforce the world map not based on errors but according to population. This is shown below as a population um, cartogram, which that's new, a geographical presentation of the world where the size of the countries are not drawn according to the distribution of land. But according to the distribution of people, the catagram shows where 
and the world global population was at home in 2018. The cartogram is made up squares, each of which represents half a million people of a country's population. 11.5 million in Belgium are represented by the 23 squares and 49.5, hold on. Yes. Um, actually, I'm right now live. Uh, I was asking you if you, how good was your um, calculation in math to come trying to calculate on population. So I was trying to calculate a population, like I'm gonna get it to some population. Yeah, I'm YouTube. I'm live right now. No, I, it's only you talk right now. What you want me to hear? Um, well, today's stream is dealing with population people. So how to get, yeah, go down from a billion to a hundred. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I took, well, you have, you have, you have to um, refresh. Um, but if you're busy, you're not busy, I'm married. I could put you on speaker if not, you call back, you know. I'm, I'm right now live, right now. Talk today. All right, cool. All right, guys. Sorry about that. Like I was saying before, um, represent of 99 squares, the 1.45 billion people in China, that's a lot, represents by 2830 squares and the entire world population of 7.63, I mean, 63, 3 billion people in 2018 is represented by a total sum of 15,266 squares. Now mind you, that was a 2018. We are now, by the end of 2019, I would say we'll be touching possibly 7.8 billion. Because when I looked last time on Wikipedia, we're now at 7 billion. But let's continue. <clears throat> As the size of population rather than the size of the territory is shown in the map, you can see some big difference when you compare it to the standard geographic map we're most familiar with. Small countries with a high population density increase in size in the category. Relating the world map we are used to look at, um, they call Bangladesh, Taiwan, and Netherlands. Large countries with a small population shrinks in size looking in for Canada, Mongolia, Australia, and Russia. And these are details here. This is the map right here of world populations. So this is what I would do. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Okay, as it loads up. And I'm going to go use my other device so I can see y'all in the chat room because I'm not going to be monitoring and seeing what I'm doing here. Right. Okay. All right. I have to do this because I'm not going to be able to see myself. 
Okay, it's popped up now. So this one I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make it a little bigger. Sorry about that. And can anybody see the map from my end? If not, I will stretch the um the screen on my OBS. Alright, as I'm looking here, as y'all can tell, uh the percentage here, it looks like roughly China has the highest right now. And this map right here is very questionable right now. Yeah, this is very questionable. It's breaking out in subsections. But as I read further, it'll tell me the actual population. But one thing is clear. Um, I know Africa has the most right now. They just won't talk about it because it's a black country. But right now, as you see from the description of this map, we're looking at 1.415 billion, India 1.354 billion. Everything else is divided up by color regions, which give the world population back in 2018 seven billion six hundred and thirty-three hundred million. So let me exile this. Actually. Let me do this. Okay, I guys can't see it like that. So let me reshrink it back. All right, moving on. The world by population density. Another way to understand how people are disputed across the world is to show the population density. The number of people per unit area of each country or geographical world map. As I scroll down, population density per kilometer of 2017, which is the old data. And it says here, um, the world density population countries in Middle America, Europe, and Southeast Asia stand out. Bangladesh is the most dense population large country in the world with 1,252 people per square kilometer. It is more than twice as dense as South Korea. The second most dense population country at 520 people per square kilometer. Okay. Now the population growth. How has the world population growth changed over time? And were published from 10,000 BC to today, which we're not going to go into today. Um, it said roughly it was roughly around 4 million from reading this chart. The chart below shows the increased number of people living on our planet over the last 12,000 years. A mind boggling change. The world population today that is 1,860 times the size of what. It was 12 millennials ago when the world population was around 4 million, half of the current population of London. 
Isn't it ironic they only talk about Europe out of all things? That they were the only populated people? See how the propaganda is? They don't mention just the globe of every people. They only talk about London. Mm. Ain't that something? Let's continue. And I can tell you, said when they, they with their pop, uh, propaganda, they always refer to them like they were the only ones in existence. Keep in mind, anytime you read any article or anything when it deals with people, they always got referred to themselves that they were the only ones in existence. Everybody else came second, which really is a lie. Um. Okay. What is striking about this chart? Is of course the almost all of the growth happens just very recent. Historical demographics estimate that around the year 1800 or 18,000, the world population was only around 1 billion people. This implies that an average of the population grew very slowly over the long time from 10,000 BCE to 1700 by 0.4% annually. After 18,000, this changed fundamentally. The world population was around 1 billion in the year 1800s and increased sevenfold since then. Around 108 billion people have ever lived on our planet. That means that today's population size makes up to 6.5% of the total number of people ever born. For the long period from the appearance of modern Homo sapiens up to the start point of the charts in 10,000 BCE, it's estimated that the total world population was often well under 1 million. In this period, our species was often seriously threatened by extinction. The interaction of visualization is here, and you can also download the annual world population data produced by our world data, which is more data, and it shows a little picture of the world population over the last 12,000 years. And it projects right here now 0.7 um 7.7 billion. 4 million to 7.7 billion. I know Xavier, it's crazy, isn't it? Um let me see. I'm gonna continue reading, then I'm gonna I'm gonna get off of this one. How has the world population growth rate been changing? In terms of recent development, the data from UN Population Division provides consistent and comparable estimates and projections within the cross countries and time over the last century. This data starts from estimate for 1950 and is updated periodically to reflect changes in fertility. Hear that? Fertility. They keep an eye on this very heavy. Fertility. I'm going to highlight that so y'all can see that. See that? Morality, um, mortality and international migration. In the section above, we looked at absolute change in the global population over time, but was about the rate of population growth. The global population growth rate peaks long ago. The charts below shows that global population growth reached at a peak in 1962 and 1963, with the annual growth rate at 2.2%. But since then, the world population growth has half. For the last half century, 
we have lived in a world in which the population growth rate has been declined. The UN projects that the decline will continue in the coming decades. The absolute increase of the population per year has peaked in the late 1980s and over 90 million additional people each year and can be seen here. Let me see what here is. Okay. 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 I'm looking here. Interesting. It seems to me that there's going to be a dip and decline. And I could be wrong if I'm looking at this wrong. But you see right here? This is showing a dip when the population energy change the world population. So it increased. And it will slowly start to decrease as we approach 2020. Now, mind you, as I said before, early in this stream, that this population will eventually hit roughly 8 billion in the next couple of years, maybe two or three years. I would say most, maybe two, depending on how the census is put out next year. How much population of people in America? But I project, and I could be wrong, this is my hypothesis, that it will start to soon decline once it reaches the 8 billion. Now, how this decline is going to happen, I'm going to give you my answer in a second. But looking from here, it looks like it's showing a slight dip. It's going to start reducing by 2020. So this might come much faster than I expected. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me go back. Okay. The common question we ask is the global population growth exponentially. The answer is no. For population growth to be exponentially, the growth rate would have to be the same over time. 2% growth every year. It's absolute terms. This world results in an exponential increase in the number of people. That's because we multiply an, an ever large number of people by the same 2%, 2% of the population this year. Would be large than 2% last year and so on. This means the population would grow exponentially. But as we see in the charts above, since 1960, the growth rate has been falling. This means the world population is not growing exponentially. For decades now, growth has been more similar to a linear trend. From what I clicked earlier, and it shows the trend slowly start to drop. And it shows it is expected to drop even more by 2020 and go downhill. A lot of people don't know say how how this is possible. I give my own assessments in a second. How long did it take for the world population to double or increase by billions? 
There are other ways or visualized represents of the change in the rate of world population growth. Two examples of this are shown in the charts below. The time it took the world population to double and the time of the population to increase by each billion. Doubling. The visualization shows how strongly the growth rate of the world population changed over time. In the past, the population grew slowly. It took nearly seven centuries for the population to double from 0.25% in the early 19th or the 9th century to 0.5 billion in the middle of the 16th century. As the growth rate slows, climbs, the population doubles time fails but remains in order of centuries into the first half of the 20th century. Things sped up considerably in the middle of the 20th century. The fastest doubling of the world population happened between 1915 and 1987. That is a period, if my math is right, 37 years. A double from 2.5 to 5 billion people Okay, um, from 2.5 to 5 billion people in just 37 years, the population doubled within a little more than one generation. This period was marked by a peak population growth of 2.1% in 1962, a period of 57 years. Um, like I was saying before, since then the population growth has been slowly and along with the doubling time is the visualization we have used in the UN projection to show how doubling time is projected and changed until the end of the century. By 2088, it will, will once again take it nearly 100 years for the population to double to a predicted 11 billion. And it shows here again, is this is how it's going to start declining. Once 2020 hit, it's going to dip further. And it said it will surge back up by the next century. But this is my thing. And a lot of people are not going to like what I'm about to say. You, we all heard they're trying to reduce population to a manageable number. There are some said that they want the population of people globally be at around 4 billion. From 7 or close to 8 billion to 4 billion within sometime this century. And some said that the population should be reduced to 500. So there, there are many scenarios to think about when they, um, you know, trying to reduce population. Okay. And it shows here. Another statistic, how long it took to grow from a billion. And one billion increase. The visualization below provides 
additional perspective of population growth and the number of years it took to add 1 billion to the global population. Also shown in this figure is the number of years projected up to 11 billion based on the UN medium variation projection. This visualization shows again how the population growth rate has changed dramatically through time. It wasn't until 1803 that the world reached its first billion. It then took another 124 years to reach 2 billion. By the third billion, this period has reduced to 33 years, reducing further to 15 years to reach 4. The period of fast growth occurs through 1975 to 2011, taking only 12 years to increase by 1 billion. And for the fifth and sixth and seventh, the world has now surpassed this peak rate of growth and the period between each billion is expected to continue to rise its estimation to take approximately 13 years to reach 8 billion in 2024, as further 14 years to reach 9 billion 2038, 18 years to reach 10 billion 2056, and a further 32 years to reach 11 billion by 2080. Now, mind you, listen to me good. And Xavier, if you can, can you please share this um this video if you're not on your phone to the um, other people, other um sites and stuff. I would do it, but because this thing went down, I, ha I I'm not gonna share it again right now. We can do it for me, brother. Um. Remember I told you it's going to reach 8 billion by 2023 or 2022. And the reason why I said it potentially is going to reach that, regardless of how people said they estimate, is because I look at the population now and where it's already growing. And once it reaches 8 billion, I think it's going to start stagnating and it's going to decrease much faster. Here they're projected it's going, we're going to reach 7 billion by the end of the century but in the back of my mind i'm thinking said if they talk about they want to kill and reduce the population to a magical number the people that sit there plot to reduce population people particularly that are non that are actually non-white you can't afford a population to keep doubling every five to less than ten years because if you're struggling to populate and everybody else is having an easy time populating, particularly melanated people, African people around the world, then you have to do something differently to start reducing the numbers. And mind you, they said we're going to reach 8 billion by 2024. And they said every year it says it's supposed to reach, estimated takes approximately 13 years to reach this plateau. It will not reach 8 billion by 2020. It's going to reach there within 2022 at most. And I'm just going to a number to be nice. Usually I can give them another year, but usually in the next, let me see, one, two, in the next three years, that's just being nice. Unless something happens. So as I scroll down, if anything else I want to look at. And there's more to this article. I'm not going to go into this because this will be long drawn, as y'all could tell. Right now, they're saying here, 
The published growth by country. What are the most populated countries in the world? Over the last century, the world has been rapidly populating growth. But how is population distribute across the world? Which countries have the most people? In the map below, we see estimated population of each country in 2019. To see how this has changed since 1800, you could use the play button and timeline a button left of the chart. By clicking of any country, you can see how its population has evolved over the period. Here we are that the top five most populated countries. As you see, they said China is one, India, United States, Indonesia, Brazil. Have y'all noticed they did not talk about Africa in this? Have y'all noticed this? One second. If I continue, let me do this. I gotta do this for a second, people. There we go. So everybody can see in the chat room. It's been refreshed. Okay. So, like I said before, they're not being really honest with this. They said the only population highest is China. They're not really talking about Africa. And I know Africa got a billion people. But they're not, they're not even close to the mark. And it tells you the, the bias. And we could say racist. But, you know. These are people that control the information, so they're not going to keep it honest about how much black people on the globe. They're going to give you a snippet of everybody else. Because it has to show the illusion at the end of the day that they are the original people. They're the ones that have the numbers. Everybody else that is less than white down the spectrum of the color spectrum are less and are not even the majority population of this earth. Remember, the whole purpose of propaganda or warfare is letting you know say so you don't have the numbers. So if you have numbers, you cannot put up a decent fight. It is a psychological battle when they put in people's head that when they, you know, you can't amount why bother resist, why the bother to do something different or to change your situation because when you don't have the numbers, you're hopeless. That's what they're trying to put into everybody's thinking. People that are non white. Keep that in mind. So, I'm just going to stroll down a little further. I'm going to share this. Okay. Okay. As I look here, nothing really new. It said, when would the world stop growing? How do we know the population growth is coming to an end? The world is reaching peak child. Following decades of very fast population growth, there is often concern that the population growth is out of control. That's an end to growth is not in sight. But we know this is part true. Population growth is slowly 
and will come to an end. How do we know? The world is approaching peak child. The moment the demographics history when the number of children in the world stops increasing, this is a preeminent of the moment in history when the population stops increasing. <clears throat> the world is approaching what late Hans Rosling called the age of peak child. The soft purple line in the visualization indicates the total population of people under the age of five. And dotted purple line shown projection for this age group through 2001 or 21. As we can see, we are not far away from the largest cohort of children that there will likely ever be. The gray lines show the pop the total world population. You expect an end to population growth as the number of children in the world begins to degree, decrease. This is an extraordinary moment in global history. In the past, only two children per woman reached adulthood. If you more had survived, the population size would have not been stable. This also means that the extended families with many children that we often associate with in the past was only a reality. For a glimpse, in the time only the few generations during the population boom lived in families with many children. Before and after two children are the norm, the future will resume our past exception that the children are not dying but are never born in the first place. Between 1950 and today, it was mostly a widening of entire pyramids that was responsible for the increase of the world population. What is responsible for the increase of the world population from now on is not a widening of the basis, but a fill up of population above the basis. Not children will be added to the world population, but the people in working age and old age. At a country level, peak child is followed by a time in which the country benefits from a demographic div dividend or um, divided end of the demographic structure of a country is reshaping so that a proportion of the people in the work age raise and that the dependent young generation falls. The demographic dividends can result in a rise of production, contribution, and a growth in a growing economy. There is a reason to expect that the world has a whole benefit from a demographic divided. The big demographic transition of the world enters more than a century ago. It's coming to an end. Global population growth peaks half a century ago. The number of babies is reaching its peak and the age pro profile of the women in the world is changing so that population momentum is slow or slowing, losing its momentum. This is not as say that the feeding and supporting is still raising world population will be easy, but we are certainly on the way to a new balance where it's not highly more a high more, more I mean mortality keeping population growth in check, but low fertility rates. And as you can see the projection, more projections to come. 
they say it will reach a peak but as you look from previous ones they show that it's going to be a decline now my this is this is estimation of, of um you know statistics and they always project project how many people are going to be in the world mm-hmm okay it always depends on fertility rates moving forward. They arrange projection for future population of growth. These different based on two key factors, the change in fertility rates and life expectancy over time. As y'all know, more people are living. That's just the conclusion of it. And there are people that are more living but are not producing replacement. We have more older people than younger people. Particularly people that are non-black are the ones that you know living long, um, still around, but they're not producing any offspring. Non-blacks, I mean, which I mean, you know, most people that are not black don't have this problem at this time. But if you are black, you're good. If you're non-black, you might have a problem in regards to replacement. All right. Yes. And this is more. All right. So let me go down. And it shows what the future population look like, which is estimation, which they only go by data and numbers. And usually it always depends on death and birth. It's always the determinant of where population is going. I'm just scrolling down. And it looks like the same. And we're not going to detail because this will be too long of a video. Alright. I think I'm just going to reach to the end. Let's see where this ends up. As the data part. Alright. Mm -hmm. Alright, and that's it. And let me stop sharing. I mean, I hope that I get that point. But I did like an estimation number of, you know, let's say we're trying to reduce the population. Let's say they want a population of down to right now projecting 7.7 .7 billion down to let's say 4 billion I could do a calculator and see what I'll get um, alright let's say 4 billion I'm actually let me see if I could show my calculator I guess the calculator is not showing on my screen, so I will stop sharing.
Okay. Let's calculate this. Four four billion. Mm. And we're gonna divide that by let's say seven point seven billion. Let me see what I get. I get roughly and let me see if I can get this in percentage. In percentage. We're looking at over fifty percent. I could be wrong. Roughly over fifty-two percent. But that that's a projection if they that means that's more than half. Over half. So to get from close to seven or almost close to eight billion to four billion, you have to reduce population near fifty-two percent. And I'm explaining how they will go, how the process in regards in regards to reducing population of people in a second. So now let's deal with the actual projection number that was the original estimation where they want in regards to a reasonable population of people. Let's take five hundred. We want reduce. We want a population of five hundred thousand people. What percent that would be? Right, let's divide that by seven point seven billion. And miraculously, let me put percent. You're looking at roughly. Mm, 65%, which is much greater, 6.49 something. So, and mind you, some, if I can remember, there was documentaries talking about, say, they want to reduce world population of people and reduce it by 90%, which is much more greater. But that was over, over 20 years ago. Maybe 30 now. I think it was Mr. Kissinger that wanted population to be um, to be reduced to that, and a lot of people came up with this percentage. But that is the number in regards which is reasonable to deal with population people. But for their um, you know, this particular data that I read, titled World Population Growth. They say it's going to reach a peak and start to dip and decline by the next century. But as we know, the times we're in now, they really want to kickstart this reduction now. They do not want to wait until it reaches a so-called plateau of 11 billion by 21,000. And really, I think it's going to grow much faster than that than 21,000. But like I said before, there are methods to what to do in regards to reducing population. So how how you could accomplish this? Could we ask that this is what they want projected as a management number? Four billion now. That's the projection number management to deal with in regards to population of people. But let's say we want it down to five hundred people. We always gotta know, say, what steps will take to get that happen. And I'm going to give you a number at the end of this video.
And since nobody else is here watching it, um, I'm going to give you a number on what set of people will remain that will make the amount of the existing population that should be projected or they wanted projection. One, to reduce population people, you control food. Now, everybody knows that today, in the world we live in today, a lot of farmers are not farming and producing real food. Now, I know it's hard for people to believe that. I remember my good friend, Mr. Gray, said that farmers are getting paid by big governments not to farm. Which is a bad thing because they're not farming. That means somebody else is growing your food. And normally most farmers today are growing um, GMO foods. Oh no, I, I see you, um, Xavier. Um, I'm looking at the chat now for my other device. Um, because my stream cut down, a lot of people probably didn't stay on. But let me continue. Just listen. On. Um, another thing with the food, and y'all know me. I had an actual farmer on my stream months ago, and I will bring him back again to update you on what he's doing. This man, Terrence Miller, is a biomedical farmer. He deals with indigenous food, food that was not been not only tempered by man, but still exists in nature. Oh, Xander. Sorry, Xander. I'm sorry. Sorry, buddy. Um, food. And what I mean by indigenous food, this food, which the book that he's supposed to come out, hopefully he'll come out this year if he finish. It's supposed to revolutionize how we look at food, what food looks like before man starts take whatever seed or species of food and start manipulating, creating these genetically altered foods, superfoods, hybrid foods. He grows real food. And he's the only one I know right now that's in existence that's doing it. I cannot speak anybody else doing it right now because I don't see a lot of people growing food. In the right way, they'll grow some hydroponic um, food, some other food, but you always have to go back to where are they getting their seeds from to make this food? Where the seeds come from? You're going back to the same people that is taking, manipulating the same food to give to you to grow for you to eat. And we have to understand food is one of the three elements every human being needs to survive food, clothing, and shelter. Okay, my chat room is up to date now. So let me let me um exit out this chat room with my device because it's working out. I can't see it from my phone. I don't know why. Let me see if I can correct that. I, I see y'all now in the chat room. All right, perfect. So now. With food, food is controlled. 
And with food, it manipulates the genomes of people genetically, and it alters your genes. It messes with your chromosome, which whatever chromosome you, you have now, which I think was the average chromosome, 23, it adds an extra chromosome, which manipulates and alters your biologic makeup. So by altering people's genes, it alters their health. It doesn't make people live longer. It slowly decreases and kills them much more at a faster rate. Because the human body is designed to only hold certain genomes. And eating certain what we call um, monster foods interrupts our genetics. I wish I could explain more on this because I have the PDF, but... This stream is not really the purpose of explaining more details of the genetic makeup. That'll be in future streams. But food is weapon now, and that is used as one component to control population. Not only starvation, but it affects everything else in regards how you eat and how your health is going to move forward. Health is another thing because, you know, they control the medical establishment. Definitely you drugs and all that stuff to keep you around, but internalized, it will kill you slowly. Your organs will stop functioning after a while if you got certain disease, whether you have high blood pressure, diabetes, heart problems, or cancer. All that's controlled by drugs. And the drugs and the chemos you take to stay around will do more harm and good. And drugs can be used as a weapon to often populate too. Because it also if you're not careful, could mess with your um, fertility from men and women. Um, and I know there's a lot of women that go in the hospital because we're dealing with health, but we could say, like, you know, the medical side. They are getting, um, what they call, sterilized by having their wombs removed, where they're having, um, what they call, hysterectomies, force or imply um, hysterectomies. But nonetheless, Going through the institution, if you're a non-white female, most likely your chance of getting birth to more than one child in an institution, what we call hospital, very much is much greater. That's why you hear stories of a lot of women that go in the hospitals and they die in a deathbed sometimes, or they're lucky to survive giving birth. This is a new phenomenon. This never existed 25 years ago, much of 30 years ago. But now there's a problem now. And usually that's a result going back to our health of our people. And also food is a, a component of that. Um, the only solution I can give most women is that you have to do the best you can to really mitigate your um, your consumption in regards to certain foods. And you might have to do some more fasting while exercising if you can. So health is another issue. Um, also with men, you know, one thing with men worry about dying is like the same thing, um, high blood pressure, um, diabetes, cancer, same way, even prostate issues, prostate problems. You know. That's another thing men have to worry about, unfortunately. And another thing, and make sure you guys like the video because the video stream kind of stopped if you can. What else I wrote on here? I would say housing and economics, but that's all one the same when in regards to money. You know, you hear this component where a lot of people, particularly men, 
I did complain that most women should not be having these babies because a lot of them feel that they're not ready to take care of the kid, do all this, but they're sure is ready to engage in intercourse and procreation activity, which I find that very odd. But that's another story. But like I said before, um, if you complain that you don't have the funds to really start a family or they raise a family, then maybe you should not be engaged in casual sex. That's just me. Because everybody knows casual sex to the average man or woman here in the West, we call America or just Western culture, will lead to babies. And a lot of us have not really understand how to use our sex organs properly so we don't really deal with or create life. But like I said, economics play a role in also the decline of a population of people. But usually most people that are poor or so-called poor still have more babies. So really truly, I'm putting it on the list that it is effective and is used as weapon, but it's not really effective in certain parts of the world. Only America is effective, most likely, and people really take take on that um, effectiveness because they've been conditioned to say, you know, you have more children, it's not only going to be a burden too, but it's going to be expensive. And the reason why it, it makes it expensive is because they're trying to cut back on a certain set of people. You don't see them talk about this from the other side of the community that is predominantly... Um, non-black but if it's something that's non-white yes as yeah it's a problem they'll, they'll they'll condition you all day every day say you know don't even have babies someone will tell most of the african women here in this country said it's better off you abort them than anything else because you don't have the money to deal with it you work too much you can't cover it so this this don't bother bring life here all this I'm saying is just a game here, people. I want y'all to understand this. Because like I said, they're trying to project, they want to cut the population in half. They want to reduce it by 52 to 65%. If we're talking about they want to reduce it to close to wherever the population is now to 7.7 billion to down to 4 billion or 500 people, 500,000 people. And all way you could accomplish this, you have to stifle and cut back the people that have no problem having children back substantially. Right now, people here in the West, we call America, the average child per child for each black parent, either single or both, either together or separate, most non-white women have an average of close to two children or 0.2. Or point one or point one five. And usually people now that you find that's having babies are in their late thirties. For male named women, black women, ADOS women. Most Caucasian women don't even have point one or more than point two children. On the average. They have less than that. Probably less than one now. If they can have it. So to condition the male-named woman, the African woman, to only have less babies, only hurts black people much more down the line. 
which a lot of black males are fine with most black females or black women having less children. And their reason because usually a lot of men don't want to step up and deal with handling or raising these children that are here or not here. Or going to be here. So keep that in mind. Think on that good what I just said. And one of the last and final things is sex. Hold on. Yeah. Hello? Hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me do this. Can you hear me? Oh, oh I, I, I got, oh, I see. Listen, I got my earmugs. Hold on. What you said? What you said? Yeah, I'm back on. It, it dropped a little bit. I, no, I didn't put you on pre on speaker. All right, guys, what you're going to hear is the great liberator returning to my stream. I'm Mary Brown. Say what's up, Mary. Yeah. All right, you're you're on. Okay, yeah. What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. It's is yeah, that's the whole premise. But I like to call uh, it, you know, reducing from a billion to a hundred. I don't really reference as a population. Well, it's it's population control, but I this is the way how I say it. You get me? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. One thing. Let me finish this one thing. Um. Okay. Yeah. Somebody give eyebrows. Yeah. It's Mary. Um. Xander. Xanders. Um. I say sex. People don't understand. Sex is the only thing that keeps any species going. People that control the sex controls species of people or any species all together. Now, what I mean by this, as y'all know, for the last 50 years, now, even now, present 20 to 30 years, they have, especially here in the West, we call America, they have created and pushed a movement, what we title the LGBT movement. And there are other factors that were in this movement, but the purpose of pushing it and giving laws, everything to them is the purpose of a weapon. Oh, I mean my weapon. If anybody ever studied Roman um, Roman history, or what we call Eurocentric history, there was one point in their history where they had a hard time in regards to population of people during the time of Rome. And the reason why the population kind of stifled because a lot of the men did not want to have no intercourse with their women. They were having a good old time with um, their themselves and children. And the governor or the person that ran Rome at the time had to step in and put laws in place to force the Roman soldiers or Roman men to have intercourse with Roman women. Now, mind you, the government had to step in to put things in place to save their population. Because during the time, Roman people, if y'all know Europeans, Roman, same thing, don't want to engage in procreation activities. They don't like that. You know, they like it to a point, but you know they, that's not their thing. So, if the government during them times that step in to save their their so-called Roman population people. What do you think now in the 21st century, or actually 20th century going on to the 21st century, they do now? 
they use old tactics that find that things that will work in regards to controlling and stifling populations. They already know they're not really they're not growing. And they've been declining and declining for decades. Where they're now at the negative. So what they do? They go back resort to old habits or ways to put in place for not just the regular existing population amongst their own race or their species, but to put it on another set of people that they want to not only control, but slowly get rid of. Not completely, but still have a little bit, which are the ADOS people here in the West, we call America, and push it globally, anybody else that's black. So the LGBTQ movement is a form of what we call used as that extra eugenics for population control. And how people can prove it? Look at everything that's put in place right now. A lot of so-called ADOS people, black people, are very mad that they these people got their reparations. And which really is like a little check for um unpaid payments for, you know, put them as, you know, people of marriage. They didn't get their payments when they in regards to tax write off. They're gonna get it now because that was something they already set aside years ago. And while they look at people that are AUS people that descended slaves in this country, they sit there and say, we're going to have a hearing to see if you should get reparations, if it should be discussed. But there's going to be a time where they're going to probably give people, black people in this country, something. I'm not sure when it's going to happen. But I'll tell you one thing, these non-black people are already trying to um, put themselves and represent themselves as say that some are black. Am I right, Amiri? Yeah, but you know what? That, like that whole thing. There, there's always this, this, um, this push by you know the media, dominant society to minimize the legacy of black suffering in in America at the hands of uh, you know of, of a racist system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 all and all liberals have done is. They've been effective at using, you know, black suffering and uh, black marginalization and disenfranchisement. They've they've been been good at using that as a springboard for their own quack and far left, you know, movement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and there's been this 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 push and this campaign socially, culturally. Politically and now we're saying it economically, where the, the country itself is is shifting farther to the left. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's shifting from its um, its conserv its conservative or you know right wing you know disposition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so the mainstream itself is becoming more radicalized along you know leftist ideas and and, and liberal views. Mm-hmm. And uh, the engine for that has been, um, you know, black people, black suffering. Yeah. You know, they've been good. They've been good at doing that. Fucking talking about giving these people reparations. Reparations for what? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like this is like it's it's it's, it's asinine and ridiculous. But then when it comes to, you know, ADOS and 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 their reparations and what they do, they want to have a meeting. You know, they want to have a a hearing. Like like. We've been fully sold out by this Congressional Black Caucus, and, and not not Congressional, Congressional 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I was trying. That's what I was trying to explain to him. But so yeah, like all these quack theories, it's ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And see what, what what it really is. What they want to do? They want to divorce womanhood from um, from femininity, and they want to divorce it from femaleness. You see what I mean? Like this, this, this is like this is this is this is what is what it is what is at the root of a lot of this bullshit. So you can have someone like Bruce Jenner. Changes himself into Caitlyn, and then everybody try and give him like well, that year he got Woman of the Year, most beautiful woman, whatever bullshit it was. You know what I mean? Like just, yeah, I heard about that dumb the, shit. Of the, of the mindset, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and you, and you know you can't say nothing. Like these 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 individuals are protected classes. Yes, they're they're protected classes. Mm-hmm. But we're not. Like we're not. We're not protected classes. You know what I mean, and then so they they've used they've used black people and black suffering and black life as the host carrier for their own agendas and to give momentum in life to their own bullshit causes. They they they, they just did it with this reparations thing mm-hmm. because initially when we were talking with the, the context of you know reparations and that was going on in, in, in Washington, it was dealing with ADOS. Now all of a sudden here it is. Oh well, you know what? We got to give reparations to the gays too. But you get that passed, but all you want to do with, for ADOS people is just have a fucking meet. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sick of the Democrats. I'm, I'm, they, they, like these motherfuckers are whack, man. I'm sick of them. I'm tired of them. One I qu- really am, man. One question, Mary. Isn't the Democrats? Are they most of the the House right now? Democrats? Aren't they the most uh, in the seats? I'm, I think they are. Not, they might be. Yeah, I think they. You know, normally after an after an election, um, after those first two years, and they come back for the midterm. Mm-hmm. Whatever party has the has the White House, they either lose the Senate or the or the House of Representatives. You know now. You know mm-hmm. when when Obama was elected, there was a you know there was a rewinding of um you know of a of a of a, of a, of a lot of the government of a lot of the government and municipalities mm-hmm. of American you know of the of American society the yeah. most the majority of the governorships well they already were but majority of the um, governorships rewinded mm-hmm. um, a lot of the municipalities rewinded. The House of Representatives rewired it, you know what I mean? Because it was a part of a backlash mm-hmm. to this, you know, to, to, to the other. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and what they used as the as the mascot and the, and the facade for that was, was blackness. You know, but if, if we wanted to be honest, Obama isn't black. And culturally and socially, politically, he's not black. Mm-hmm. And, and the, policies he, he, the policies he pushed reflect reflect that. There's a reason why Time Magazine came out and called him the first gay president. Yeah. And a, lot, a lot of the, the, the progress and headway that's been made in favor of the LGBTQ community started with Barack Obama while he then turned around and showed mm-hmm. uh, a disdain and indifference to what black people continue to, continue to go through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. with, you know, these high-profile, you know... Murders? Of, yeah, murders of police. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing, like, with 
you know, this, this uh, ties in with, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick, the NFL boycott. Um, you know, that shit was, it was, I, I wouldn't support it from the beginning because it's un, because it was something that's unnecessary because the NFL does not determine public policy. Mm-hmm. So now you got everybody focusing on the NFL, but but nobody is focusing on the policymakers. See, when, when you had, you know, a few cops who had got fired on, during mm-hmm. that time period, they came up with a law. They came up with a policy. Where now, if you were, if you, you know, this whole Blue Lives Matter thing, like if you committed, you know, assault a police officer or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. that's deemed a hate crime. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's deemed a hate crime. So they, they took steps and, and, and got policies passed. It didn't take them, you know, marching or none, you know, none of that other stuff. Like that stuff is irrelevant. I see. And, and, and this is what allows benign neglect to, to prosper and flourish. It is it's, it's this idea of social justice that allows benign neglect to operate in the function as effectively as it does. Mm-hmm. See, they, they, like that social justice bullshit is bullshit. You know what I mean? It's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it, 10 years from now, they'll be talking about, they'll be having a social justice movement for roaches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or dogs. Like, they're like, Ro- roaches matter, you know? Like, it's, it's a, and what they'll do, to, and, and what they'll use to give that quack, that, that, that quack movement momentum is something happening to black people. See the way that, that black guy was, was, was killed by the cop? That's the same way they do roaches. So give us some money so we can, so we can protect roaches. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, this is yeah. what they do, man. Fuck them other, man. Like, and I remember a few years ago, I was having a conversation or a debate with some people on um, Facebook group. And I'm trying to tell these stupid-ass niggas, you know what I'm saying? That you, you, you gotta, you got to stop just voting blindly voting for the Democrats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if they know they can take your vote for, for granted, that's what the hell they're going to do. Yeah. That's what, that's what they're going to do. If it's, if it's no... You know, um, no specter of them losing of them losing black support or the black vote. Then mm-hmm. they're going to neglect you, man. And that's what they, they've been doing that shit for fifty some years. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you say that, oh, you you a sambo, you're it's stupid, man. And then we wonder why we stand in a position that we're in. Yeah. No, you have to you have to be able to leverage your vote. Leverage that vote. You have to be able to leverage it. And then if people would be like, well, the Asians don't, the Asians don't do this, the Asians don't do that. No, the Asians have, have entire home countries, man, sovereign countries that... Then go back. Advocate, advocate for them. See, they're like, like the, the relationship that China has with, with, a, with America affords Chinese immigrants to come here and get their benefits. So they don't have to worry about the fucking politics. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about voting because they have China. Same thing with the Koreans. Same thing with the Vietnamese. Same thing with the Japanese. Your dumbass doesn't have that. You don't have that. Mm-hmm. So you have to be more engaged than, than, than any other group because your home country is the one that's disenfranchising you. That's mm-hmm. common sense. You know what I'm saying? That's common sense. But you, you know, you can't. You know how we are. You can't tell niggas that. And, and what it is is lazy. Yeah. You know, a lot of us are lazy and, and, and don't want to do. You know what's really required. So that whole just social justice thing and sitting there and Kaepernick kneeling and trying to protest, that shit didn't mean it amount to a hill of fucking beans. It was mm-hmm. a waste of time. 
Yeah, I agree. You know, that's why I was sitting right there watching football the whole time. You know what I'm saying? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not doing... This ain't the 1960s, man. This is not the 1960s. That shit doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if Colin Kaepernick wanted to help, he should have put together a super pack. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, but sitting there filing protests to the flag, that's not, that's, that's, that's not doing anything. That's not moving a needle one iota on, 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 on what the issue at hand is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. And you know it's interesting that interesting that you mentioned Jay Z. Um, uh huh. I was watching a clip by Dame Dash. Uh huh. And guys, I'm gonna try see if I add Discord if y'all wanna come up and conversate. Um, with Dame Dash, he said best when he was sit and interviewed by this particular gentleman. He uh-huh. he he said he mentioned Dame said Jay Z has made some deals with the NFL. He cut right. them off right there. Said, okay, he made a deal. What was the deal about? He said, no, right. he's made it. De- no, what was the deal about? What's what details? He said, I don't know. He just made it. So right there, he could be working for the NFL like a, like an employee. Right. He's not owning enough. No power position. People don't know. Kamara, when they ask him about the details, he, he was not really giving no debt. But Kamara, if you're, um, if the NFL looks to you and gave you something, right? It's yeah. going to be something that is going to be at least because you are a billionaire. Last time I checked. Where you could potentially own something and run a team on a team. All I hear is that they say he got shares, but that don't mean nothing. I want to know what has he owned, you know? Because, mind you, a lot of people run game on a lot of people because a lot of people sit there, see the highlights, and hear say he's a person but don't know the details. Dame Dash is a businessman. I want people to understand this. And when he does business, he does boss moves. He don't do something that's for like for like a little paycheck. He's doing something for something greater. Right. That was one thing he emphasized to the guy that was interviewing. And he didn't really get it. He seemed like he get it, but really truly he don't, he don't get it. You know? Right. Because they yeah. glamour. They, they, it's like, and mind you, he's just one black man. And he already see the big picture. Why are the Negroes not seeing this? Because they, they see that he's JC. He's popular. He's just, he he's doing something. No, the fuck he's not. Yeah, yeah. Look at yeah. Death Row. Death Row is on, and I I, I shouldn't really talk about this because this is foolishness. At the but I'm just gonna mention to y'all that just now to go off subject a bit. Death Row is owned by Hasbro now, a toy company. Wow. But people don't understand that Death Row was never theirs from the start. Because, like my good friend Crumb Snatcher interviewed one dude, and I wish I could play this so y'all could hear it while I'm talking, but that'll be in a future broadcast. That the one thing a lot of these black artists that own little small labels under other third party, you know, companies, right? They really want to go out and control the distribution of their products, i.e., the music. That's where they were leaning towards. Con- ownership, real control. Cause if you, if you distribute and make the product, you're in control of it. Once they start button heads to make that happen, this is where the the taxation comes in play. Police start coming there and all this stupid shit. Why? Because the people that really got money, that's in the co- corporation that you that you work for, will send them the people to you. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and let me tell you something. They said the lot entertains that go on Vlad TV. When, uh, once they come out of Vlad TV, and I'm not shit, I'm not lying to y'all. They get informers. Please come on. Start taking notice of things they did years ago. On the radar. After being interviewed by Vlad TV. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that too. Yeah. But um, Yeah, no, let me finish. Y'all yeah. motherfuckers are stupid as fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> You did what a a a race a, a race people, especially one that's not party race, snit have you tell all your business so he can sit there and have that send to the real people to sit, get you fucked up. I end my case. I done my case. You know what I'm but you want to say something? I mean, not, I, saying, I, I, got, I, got, I got to make a um. All right. Another, another phone call. I'll call you. I'll, I'll call you back. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. So the. One second, people. Let me do this. So, you know, not to get off subject, but we were off subject a little bit, but we back on to it. Sex is a powerful thing. Another thing, not only LGBTQ using um these type of push movements to get people to not only, you know, deal with alternate lifestyles where they're changing their sex or engaging, you know, same-sex activities, which is like, you know, homosexual sex, as y'all familiar. That's another form of, you know, population control. Especially now, as you know, that they, they're increasing the concepts. They're eventually going to make a birth control thing for men to, to implant in them so that they sit there, um, don't have to worry about, you know, Busting seeds into women, but it's like this: um, with sex and the control of sex, you you're able to control population of people. And everybody knows sex is a very powerful thing. Why do you think in media they push sex more than anything else? Because not only a distraction, but it's to keep you off your actual purpose as a man and woman on what you're trying to because. If you only have one set on your mind, you're not in in a I would say in a place to really start thinking critical or do things that you know will be better yourself or what's going on in your particular environment. Where certain things are put in place, certain moves politically and all that stuff that you might don't see under your nose are put in place. But most people are not focused because they focus on just getting something. And they promote it more heavily to people here in the West. And when they promote it now, they promote it also by engaging intercourse with other races of people. So you create more of a mulatto class to really hopefully buffing up a dying population of people, not only in the West, but globally. Because miscegenation is also a form of, you know, you know, population control in a sense and I say in a sense because down like most children that come from two different racial parents depending on who that racial parents they come out of most likely the children that are mixed most likely will sit there procreate more with people that are let I would say less recessive in the genetic pool y'all know what I'm talking about 
people that are non-black, they will procreate more and create more less recessive people, i.e., you know, children that will grow the people. And eventually you, you produce what you call, you know, non-black. And eventually you go back and have the same problem like we see now. And that's not a form of population control. Um, so I think I covered pretty much everything. Unless I forgot something, somebody could hit me up on the um, chat button. But I think that's pretty much everything that I lay out. How they could accomplish from reducing the existing population down to either 4 billion, which is a half, or down to 500,000 people. Oh, and one other thing, I will say this. Let's say if they get the population to a respectable, manageable number. What would this look like? Okay. Let's think on this, people. Let's say they want to reduce 7.7 .7 billion people to 4 billion people. Who will be left in regards to racial people? As you all know from this demographics that they show here, they did not include a lot of African people or African descent people. As I scroll up. Try and find a number. All right, let's say right now we have Let's say we have right now Asian people, particularly Chinese people. They're 1.42 billion. And then we have Indians, which is not another race of people. That's a, a combination of existing race of people, particularly black and white. They are roughly 1.37 billion. Next, we have the United States of America, where it says roughly is 329 million, which I'm probably going to double check now. I think it's greater than that. Let me check now. Let me Wikipedia this. Population of the United States. of USA. Okay, well they're right. It is it is 32 329 million. Okay, so they're on the money. So we have to check no more. Alright. Indonesia, which is also some part of Asia, they have two hundred and sixty nine million. And then we have Brazil, which it says the second largest in black population with 212 million. Indonesia and Brazil, which is part of South, South America. So let's say if we want 4 billion people, and this is my assessment, so y'all don't have to quote me on this. The total people, if they want, they will want on the average roughly Let's say 1.5 billion non-black people, particularly people that are 
Caucasoid, Caucasian, which is a race. The other billion, or really less than a billion, per se. But screw it. Let, let me let me go a little raw. Let's scratch that. Let's say because always the European or the Caucasoid want to be really still in control, and usually by control is not only institutions and controlling certain um, arenas, but want to be controlled in regards to be the more majority population-wise on Earth. And say 1.5 billion, let's say he is 3 billion. Everybody else from the Asian Indians will say roughly 1. Point I would say one point um five billion. And the black race or what they call Africans, they want roughly five hundred million. Or really um five yeah, five hundred million, I'm right. And let me use my calculator. Let me see if I get four billion. Because I always gotta double check the numbers for anything I do. And it looks like it, it matches out because if I take three billion right, plus 1.5 billion plus 500 billion well it's roughly more than that but um I probably was off a bit because 3 billion 1 billion so really truly my fault my math is wrong um and let's say three billion caucasoids will be one everybody else will be five billion will be actually 500 million and that is a projection of if he wants to where he wants to see of a so-called managing population if what he wants with the things i present early in the stream if he implement which he's doing now to reduce the population to a manageable number from close to 8 billion to 400 billion he would rather be the majority which is in the billions if there is a billion of non-black non people in the world which I doubt it that's another story he want to be 3 billion strong everybody else is 500 million now that's the side on that side dealing with the billion side well, let's say we want to go to more extreme and cut it down further. From instead of close to 8 billion, he wants to reduce it to 500 million. And last time I checked, he wanted really 500,000. But there's no way hell he's going to get 500,000. To keep it real with y'all. 
because that's too much of a plateau. The only, the only way you're going to get it to billions to to under uh, millions and respectfully to 500, the whole earth has a, hit a serious devastation. There has to be certain, um, what we call it, disasters globally where um, earthquakes happen, serious explosions, volcanic eruptions, splitting of certain contents. That's the only way you're going to reduce the population to way beyond half to kill or eliminate billions and billions of people. But let's say they want 500 million. How many will be left? Well, that's simple. The, the same rules apply. There will be 300 million, which really is 329 million here in America. So if you cut the 29 million, they want to be the majority on the globe, 300 million strong globally. Everybody else, other um, non-whites, particularly Asians, they want, they, they could deal with 100 million. And everybody else, other and black, 500 apiece. So that is the assessment and projection of how they want, if they want population to be down from close to 8 billion down to either 4 billion to 500 million. And I changed my wording in regards to the thousands because there's no way hell he's going to get a thousand. There has to be um, disasters globally to have the population reduce more than half. But in regards to reasonable numbers, that is the projection he wants to see. So I guess I have no questions or check in the chat room if I, anybody has some questions. I will end this here. Well, actually, before I end it, let me see if I can do one more thing. Okay. I'm trying to do something here. Alright, well, I can't figure out the Discord. So this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna probably gonna end it here. I'd like to thank everybody for watching tonight's um session. Um please share. Um, comment, subscribe, and like the video. There was a lot said on here. A Mary Joseph or a Mary Brown, the great liberator, came by today. Thank you for calling in, giving your take, because a lot of people have not heard you in a while. It's good to hear from you again, brother. And, you know, let me check. And always, you know, um, leave a comment to every video. I will put the extra additional links to the stream. Oh yeah, you also can find me on Anchor, which um, let me put down now what Anchor is. Um, I'm gonna find the link. Okay, I found it. So let me see.
actually this is what I would do better for all those that are watching um if you want to ask me any questions or future shows please um hit me up on Twitter and anchor no actually hit me on Twitter uh if you post a question I in my message box or you know a comment um what you like about the show or anything I should look into I'll look into it and I'll see if I can make that happen which I'll drop now um, oh. hold on a second guys Okay, this is my Twitter. And I'll put it in the comment section at the end of this video. So if you have any questions or anything like that, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'll leave all the details at the end of this video. But like always, let the chaos! Ring!